Beltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side, three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in. It's the Tuesday, November 27th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This hour, we're going to hear from the head coach himself, Doc Holliday, get his thoughts on Marshall and Virginia Tech. Also, we've got Chase Hancock and Ryan B. You're going to hear from those guys as well as your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-TALK. 8255. Today's the big day. We're going to find out what the new top 25 looks like in the college football playoff. I'm interested to see how they handle the Ohio State equation. One has got to be Alabama. Two has got to be Clemson. Three has got to be Notre Dame. Then there's four. Georgia moves up, right? Oklahoma moves up, right? Ohio State jumps, right? How's that going to be handled? So I'm interested. I'm actually, since there's going to be some chaos going on, I'm a little bit more interested in watching that selection show tonight. That's going to be fascinating for sure to see how they handle that. I'm kind of curious to see how much they ding West Virginia. Shouldn't ding them too much. They went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma. Oklahoma, of course, will go up. West Virginia... They'll be in the top 25 for sure. I don't think they get dinged too much. Because after all, Will Greer, if that kid had a defense, watch out. Now, I don't think you're going to find them as open as uh, they were when he was going up against Oklahoma. But Oklahoma could probably say the same thing. Yeah, you don't see wide receivers this open in regular football games. Maybe that's... That's a fallacy of how they play football in the Big 12. I liked it, though. I had fun. I had fun watching it. But if I'm Will Greer, I'm sitting here going, man, defense. I like this offense thing, but defense, stop somebody. I'm tired. I got to go out there and throw another touchdown. So we'll see what happens as that comes out tonight. Of course, we'll break all that down on Thursday because, well, program note Wednesday, basketball. Thundering Herd back in action. Home, sweet home. Hopefully they will take the sting of Maryland and move on. Punched in the mouth is the only way I can describe that. I think that's all right. It's it's one game. They get punched in the mouth. It's one game. They learn from that. They move on to the next game. They've got William and Mary coming in to the Henderson Center. William and Mary's two and four, but what I've been told is don't look at that record and think this is going to be an easy win for the Thundering Herb. They're a lot better than that two and four mark. They've got victories over High Point, St. Joseph's. They've lost three of their four games by nine or fewer points. Uh, they had a double digit loss coming at Duquesne, 84 to 70. William and Mary, though, If you look at what kind of team they are, they have made 49% of their shots from the field this season, including 36.3% from behind the line. they got four players averaging 10 or more points per contest. They've got a pretty good rebound margin, and they are a 71% free throw shooting team coming in. They're pretty good. They were picked fourth in the Colonial Athletic Association. But, again, just talking to some people, 
They're better than that 2-4 and four record. We'll see. Thundering Herds got this game coming up tomorrow. We go on the air as it is a 7 o'clock tip. We go on the air 90 minutes prior. We'll take you up to 6.30, and then Steve Cotton will take you the rest of the way, all the way from the beginning of the game to the very end. And we'll have it all right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thundering Herds should want to win this one. 0-2 against the Tribe. Remember last year's game? I watched that thing. It was um, a scratch in my head. Maybe I didn't give William & Mary enough credit. I was scratching my head there. They lost that one 114-104. to I would hope that the Thundering Herd would remember that team as a unit would go, you know, we got to get these guys. They're not worried about being 0-2. Just, hey, we got beat by them last year. we got to get these guys. So, that's what's coming up tomorrow at the Henderson Center. And, of course, basketball on Saturday as well. It's a herd doubleheader. Here's the layout of what we're going to do. This is for those of you who um, listen to the games locally. Or if you uh, listen to this game on the podcast or you listen to this show on the podcast and you're going to listen to the game somewhere else, across the network, including here locally in the Huntington area on 93.7 The Dog, which for a lot of you, that's probably where you're getting the game. We're going to start at 9 a.m. We are with our local pregame show. 10 a.m., Steve Cotton will take you the rest of the way. Kickoffs at noon. And then it's going to be the football broadcast all the way towards the end. And then they're going to switch over to the basketball broadcast. And the basketball broadcast will continue and that's on 93.7 The Dog. Now, on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, what's going to happen is the basketball broadcast is going to begin at its normal time. So we'll go on the air 30 minutes prior to tip-off. Dave Wilson's going to have the call. We'll carry the basketball broadcast from its beginning right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. If you want to listen to the end of the football game and then join Basketball in Progress, stay on 93.7 The Dog. If you want to listen to the basketball game, tune it over for tip-off right here. So we've got you covered either way. And then after it's all said and done, we'll come back at the end of it with our post-game. Take your phone calls. We'll talk both football and basketball. So... Our pre-games at Roosters, 9 a.m. Our post-games, probably at 6 p.m. Long day for Herd fans, but I'm sure a lot of you are amped because if I know you, you're excited for this Virginia Tech game, the Thundering Herd going down to Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech. If you're going to get Virginia Tech, hey, here's the time to get them, right? They're a little down. They're fighting for bowl eligibility. They're trying to get to that sixth win so they can be bowl eligible and continue their streak of playing in bowls. Thundering Herd, you know, they're bowl eligible already. Now they can just go in and maybe wreck their hopes, have a have an asterisk next to the season that is Virginia Tech football 2018. Not bowl eligible because Herd knocked them out. I know that's going in my uh that's going in my notes for all time. It's going in somebody's notes. So that's what we've got coming up. When we do come back from break, we will hear from 
Mr. Ryan B. will get his thoughts on the upcoming game. Later on, we're going to hear from Chase Hancock. And then Doc Holliday will get his thoughts on the game coming up. We'll work in your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. And whatever else strikes my fancy. A few things going on today we're going to talk about when we continue with this edition of The Drive presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive. Let's get right into it. Had a chance to catch up earlier with Ryan B. I'm going to miss these little sessions with him when it's all said and done. It's always fun to get to talk to him, get to spend a little bit more time with him. It's on Tuesdays instead of our normal days over at Marshall. So get a chance to maybe just drill down a little bit more into this game and just talk to him about what's going on and one thing I wanted to know when I was talking to him is, you know, I knew they were watching this game, the game between Virginia and Virginia Tech. They, they all were watching because they needed to know, wanted to know, is there going to be that extra game? So they had an interest, a vested interest, really, in the outcome of this game. I just kind of wanted to get his thoughts on – I'm getting that nod from you in there, Gabriel. You're shaking your head no. I'm like – what are you saying to me? You're, oh, you're, you're just rolling your neck. Okay. I'm looking at him. I go quiet here. I'm sitting there going, why is he telling me no? Don't, don't, don't do that. Massage your neck on your own time. Let's get back to this. So I wanted to get a, a feeling from Ryan. What was it like watching that game between Virginia and Virginia Tech? Oh, it was real exciting. You know, we were we were all disappointed. We were, we thought we were gonna miss it. You know, flying down there. But um, uh, during dinner, we were all you know we had like two or three TVs on watching it, and the whole whole room was just cheering whenever you know Virginia Tech would score or whatever because we were looking forward to be able to play this game. And uh, you know, it turned out for the best for us, and we're excited for it. Now, I asked him this, pointing out the fact that this is a big game for many reasons. Virginia Tech, if they win this game, they're going to be bowl eligible. And if Marshall beats them, they're going to snap the bowl streak. And so I just want to get his thoughts on the possibility of breaking that Virginia Tech bowl streak. Oh, yeah, I think it's like a 26-year streak or something like that. So, uh, you know, just a great opportunity um, on a big stage. You know, so probably only a few games on Saturday and we're at noon. So it's a big stage for us and we're all real excited about it. Now, Today's Tuesday, so these guys have had a little study on Virginia Tech. On top of that, I know he watched the game, so I just want to get his impressions of Virginia Tech. Veteran group, they got two or three uh, seniors on the offensive line. Other, the other guys are um, experienced and uh, real good. One of the better offensive lines we'll play this year. So, uh, um, you know, challenge all around. Uh, D-line, that quarterback, he's uh, – He's an elusive guy. He's um, he's not one of the fastest quarterbacks we've ever seen, but he's he's good enough to you know get out of the pocket and and make things happen. So uh, getting around him, getting him on the ground is big this week. 
Another question asked of Ryan was the success that FIU had running the ball against Marshall. That hasn't happened in a while. The defense has been really good about keeping runners limited to what they can do against the Thundering Herd. So FIU has some success. The question was asked, hey, did that reinvigorate you guys, make sure that you stopped that run against Virginia Tech? Yeah, you know, they're they're a team that wants to uh, just run downhill. You know, they got – I think their lightest guy on the offensive line is like 295. So they're, they're, they're big up front, and, uh, you know, they, they – uh, I think they kind of rely on running the ball, so I'm sure I'm sure we'll get that. You know, they'll see a 280 pound defensive tackle, and uh, you know, I, I guess think they can run on us. So uh, you know, that'll be a challenge this week, is stopping that like we've had in the past. Another question of Ryan. He was asked, "Hey, who just who stands out for Virginia Tech?" So here's Ryan B's breakdown of personnel of Virginia Tech. The guy that plays the most, he's uh, he's like the back. Uh, I'd compare him to like Charlotte, like a bigger guy. You know, run, he runs behind his pads. He's uh, you know breaks tackles. So um, rallying around him uh, and get just kind of gang tackling is big this week. Now, one thing that's probably exciting for these kids is they're going to go down to Blacksburg. They're going to take on Virginia Tech. It's going to be a, a big time atmosphere, an ACC atmosphere, and. These kids like playing in big stadiums. They like going into bigger venues and where there's a lot of energy, excitement. And that was the question asked of Ryan about playing in that environment, the excitement of playing at an ACC stadium. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. You know, it's a huge stage. Uh, um, we were actually, me and uh, Matt Beardall were watching their, one of their entrances the other day when they played that Enter Sandman or whatever. So it's a seems like a great atmosphere down there, and I'm I'm really excited to get get down there and uh, play. Now another question asked of Ryan was just how difficult is it going to be going against a heavier line? Let's be honest, Virginia Tech's probably going to have one of the bigger lines that the Thundering Herd will have seen across the board schedule wise. So. How difficult is it going to be to go against that bigger line, that heavier line? Um, you know, it's each line's different. You know, these guys are they're big, and uh, um, so you know, I guess using our, uh, you know, I think we're more kind of smaller, more athletic. Using that, um, so our advantage will be big. Um, just working different techniques and stuff like that. But uh, definitely getting around, uh, getting him off his off the spot, off his rhythm. We, you know, that was a goal last week was to get. FIU's quarterback off his rhythm, and we did that, you know, get hits on him, affect the pass game uh, as much as we can, so that'll just be another challenge this week. Another question for Ryan was the fact that this game is sort of like an extra game. The career is winding down. You're not going to have too many more opportunities to, to be on that field, play football for the Thundering Herd. For a lot of guys, this is going to be it after their college career is over. That's it for football some guys might move on. So it was asked, is this game really a big bonus as the career is winding down for you? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it kind of bittersweet feeling, you know, uh, going to FIU because it's going to be the last regular season game. Well, when we found out that I get another one, you know, it's it's just that much better because, uh, you know, I get to put the herd uniform on one more time. So I'm definitely excited about that. See, the good news for them is they get this game back and then they're going to play the bowl game. Instead of just waiting to play the bowl game, they get another game, really a replacement of that 12th game. They would have liked to have had 
that championship game, but this is a nice consolation prize as they take on Virginia Tech, and that's the Ryan B. breakdown of Virginia Tech. We've got the Chase Hancock breakdown of Virginia Tech, and I'll tell you what, we'll come back from break. We'll get into what Chase had to say about Virginia Tech later on. We're going to talk about Doc Holliday's comments as we've got them from earlier this afternoon. And we'll get your phone calls in as well. This is The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Today, we're presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. It is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thankfully and gratefully presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. We got um, we got Doc Holiday still to come, but let's get into a little Chase Hancock. I like talking to Chase. Chase comes in; he's he's always chill when you talk to him. Uh, speaks his mind. Always pleasant to be around. I like talking to this guy, but. I'm glad he's just chill when we talk to him and he's more explosive on the field because I asked him, hey, are you excited to play Virginia Tech? And this is a chill answer I got from Chase Hancock. I'm very excited. I think it's a great challenge for us. Um, I think the atmosphere, will, you know, it'll be nice to, to be in that type of atmosphere. I've seen, you know, it, it packed before. I've never been there personally, but, you know, watching on TV and then seeing it on film – Seems like it would be a pretty fun atmosphere to play in. Now, any other guy, you ask that question to, and he says that that way, like, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to go down there and play. And you're like, no, you're not excited. That's just Chase Hancock. It's just rolling in, chill, cool. Yeah, I'm excited to play. Uh, you watch him on Saturday on the field, you'll see how excited that kid is. He'll be excited all right. Now, Again, we know the deal. These guys were watching the game, keeping an eye on Virginia, Virginia Tech, as they were supposedly trying to focus in on FIU. Here is um, here's the account of what happened watching this game between Virginia and Virginia Tech, according to Chase Hancock. Uh, it was kind of like the Super Bowl. It was like everybody was just tuned into it and watching and cheering. And, oh, there were some ups and downs and – um, you know, we, we knew that there was potential that we would be able to play them. And anytime we have an you know, opportunity to play another game, I'm, I'm all for that. So I was trying to kind of get a response here with this next question when I asked him, hey, hey what's, the, what's the possibility? What are you feeling? The possibility's there. You could break that Virginia Tech bowl streak. I wanted to get his raw emotion on that. Here's, again, chill Chase Hancock. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we're, we're trying to make it to a bowl as well. So, you know, this is just another game and um, a, a great challenge, really, for, for, for both of us. I'm just excited to, to get out there and, you know, showcase what, what we've been doing all year. Again, any other player that says, yeah, I'm excited, you're like, no, you're not. Chase Hancock, yeah, he's excited. He's just, he's just chill. So, impressions of Virginia Tech – Here's the Chase Hancock version of what Virginia Tech is all about. Um, the wide receivers, the tight ends, 
pretty solid dudes. Um, the quarterback, he stands in there, he takes hits, and he gets right back up. Um, so we've dealt with these type of quarterbacks and you know, wide receivers before. Um, so we're going to have to do the job of getting pressure on him. Um, the running backs, they run really hard. Um, you know, they extend drives. and um, So I think overall as, a, as an offense, I think they're pretty solid offense. Now one thing that makes this game probably special for Chase Hancock is the fact that this game's uh, really close to home. This is right in his backyard. It's special because you're going to go back home. Family can be there, see you play. You get to finish the regular season, you know, so close to where it all began at home. And here's Chase Hancock talking about the fact that this game is special because it is close to home. Yeah, I mean, I never looked at it like that. I mean, it's, I think it's pretty nice. I got a lot of friends and family you know, asking me for tickets, and I'm going to do what I can to, to make sure everybody can go. But um, I'm just glad that uh, we get another game. And this is another opportunity to play in front of my home crowd in a way. You know, it's just right around the corner from me. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. Now he's got a lot of requests. This is where a lot of that uh, wheeling and dealing goes on. Hey, I'm going to give you my FIU tickets. I'm going to want those Virginia Tech tickets. This is the deal. You, you want your family to come see you play at FIU? Well, uh, I want my family to come see me at Virginia Tech. I'm, I'm going to need those tickets. So here, here's what we're going to do. A lot of day trading going on here. Now, good question asked, by the way. And I'm sure uh, it's going to be a, a nice story. Grant Trailer asked this question. He, he does a great job. He asked about these two teams, Marshall, Virginia Tech, being so special teams focused, being very good, very proficient at special teams. It's, uh, it's something that Doc Holliday years and years ago would tell you, hey, I look at special teams. If that special teams unit is coached up really well and they're doing a great job on special teams, you know, I kind of know what kind of team we're getting ourselves into, what kind of team we're playing. You know, I base – my evaluation a lot on how well special teams are coached, how much of a priority special teams are. Well, Marshall has made special teams a priority. You look at Virginia Tech, Beamer Ball, special teams. I think Beamer Ball, Chapter 1, special teams. So Chase was asked about that, just the fact that you've got two teams that are going at it, and their special team units, they're going to be ready to go both sides. It's a huge, important focus for these teams. And this is Chase Hancock's impression. I think, yeah, I think it could be a game changer. Um, I always talk about how, how much emphasis the coaches put on the special teams. And, um, you know, I don't – I ask some of my friends, you know, who play other schools, you know, what are your coaches doing there and how is it? And I don't think anybody's putting as much of an emphasis on special teams as we are. Um, so I think it's going to be a great matchup. Now, Chase is going to have to work on Saturday. He always does, but he might want to pack an extra sandwich or two because Virginia Tech's going to really work this uh, Thundering Herd squad. They like to throw more to the tight ends. They like to throw to the running backs a little bit more. So that's really going to – create more work for Chase. Here's his thoughts on Virginia Tech and the way they do throw to those tight ends and running backs more. I think if we just um, you know, stick to our keys and 
um, you know, make our reads and, you know, don't don't get too antsy out there. There's no, there's not much that we can do other than just, just play our game. Um, you know, he likes to get the ball out quick. And the, the wide outs, the running backs, everybody does a good job. Um, you know, they have good speed. So um, there, there's not much much to other than just doing what we've been doing and just continuing to, to stop the run and, and to be a, a dominant defense. Now, a follow-up to that question was, you know, you're going to have to contend with those running backs, those tight ends a little bit more. You know, do those skills you, you've developed over the years, those safety skills, do those kick in as you're trying to stop these guys? Yeah, I mean, because these guys can play, and that, that's a, a, a threat. They're threats to us. Um, so um, it's just having a nose for the ball. You know, we got guys like Malik Gann and Nazi and you know Ryan B. Juwan and you just keep you can name all these guys who have a, a natural nose for the ball, and then you get us all out there together, and that's it's pretty special. Talking to Chase, uh, the question finally. Talking to Chase, the question was the importance of getting that twelfth game back. How how does it feel? How how's it? really kicked in for you, you know, is this pretty special for you? Here's his reaction to that. I think it's a blessing. I mean, you know, that we, we, you know, the game got canceled due to the, the weather down there. And, um, you know, so that I think this is a, another opportunity to be able to, to go out here and play and wear the Thunderhead jersey one more time. So uh, I'm excited and I, I consider it a blessing. See, and that's the kind of kid you want in your program who uh, actually – when they put that jersey on, it means something to them. When they put that jersey on for the last time, it means something to them. I mean, you want that kind of kid in your program, like a Chase Hancock. You want him because it's special when he puts on that Thundering Herd jersey. It really means something to him, and you want guys like that. That's the kind of guy that you want this program developing. That's the kind of guy you want to bring into this program, and that's the kind of guy that Chase Hancock is. So when we come back from break, we're going to turn our attention to what the boss himself says, Doc Holliday. We'll get his thoughts on this upcoming game against Virginia Tech. We'll talk a little herd basketball with you. We'll take your phone calls as well. We'll do all of that when we continue with this edition of The Drive, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Welcome back to this edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host. It's Tuesday. That means, well, it was supposed to mean no Doc Holiday today, but Virginia Tech came a-calling, so we've got extra Doc Holiday. This was supposed to be a Doc Holiday-free day. I don't think you want to see us, but gladly will put up with us, those of us in the media, because, well, that means he's got a game to play. And coming up this week, it's Thundering Herd taking on Virginia Tech. So let's get right into it. Doc Holliday, as he always does, he likes to set the stage, gives us sort of a breakdown of the opponent and the week ahead. Here's Doc Holliday's opening statement. Just our, our captains this week, uh, our Malik, same as last week, Malik Gant, Ryan B, Chase Hancock on defense, uh, offensively Marcel and uh, and Jordan Dowry. 
as always, another got another road trip. So it's going to be important that uh, our toughness and our leadership goes along with us. And I know our, our kids are excited to play this game. You know, it's, it was kind of a different situation I've never been a part of was we're sitting there Friday night at the hotel watching that game. And uh, I was concerned, really concerned about the distractions of guys worrying about who's going to win the Virginia Tech-Virginia game and not focusing on the FIU game. And, you know, as a coach, you just sit there and I'm about to pull my hair, what hair I had about to pull out. But, uh, you know, they were, they were able to lock back in, which I'm proud of that. Uh, played played really hard down there, played well, won the game, which was critical. And uh, so I like this team. I think they're a tough team. I'm talking about us. I think we're a tough team. I think we're a bunch of guys that love to play football. If you got those two things, they just want to go compete. So we got the opportunity to go to Blacksburg and compete against Virginia Tech, who's got good players. And uh, it'll be a great challenge for us and a challenge that uh, our kids have accepted and looking forward to. I just want to rewind that mentally for a second. Doc Holliday reaching to pull out his hair and just remembering, uh, I don't have anything to pull back here. So. That's a statement that's going to live with me for a while. Doc Holliday pulling out what's left of his hair. All right, let's um, let's get on to what Doc had to say. First of all, this Thundering Herd team, I think it's pretty fair to say they went down and took care of their business against FIU. I mean, that game was really the Thundering Herd's game. There's no doubt of that. And so the question was asked of Doc, you know, did the chance to play Virginia Tech, because you found out you are going to play Virginia Tech before you had to go play FIU. So there was that little added excitement. The guys were excited to be able to get that game with Virginia Tech. So did that fire up this team against FIU? Uh, Doc shot that down a little bit. I don't think that game had anything to do with the way we played at FIU, to be honest. I don't think that was the case. I think our kids, you know, Wanted to go down and had a, expected to go down and win that game and, and play really well. I think we did, but uh, you know, if you're a competitor and like to play, I mean, you you want to play as many games you can possibly play. And a lot of these guys are winding down their careers and have been really good players, and they got uh, this one and another one left, and it'll probably be it for them. So I know a lot of these guys are, are excited about it for that reason, and you know, a lot of guys are excited. They just like to play the game, you know. And if you get guys that like that, then. You get a challenge like that, you accept that challenge and prepare for that challenge and, and go play the best you can possibly play, which is what we're going to have to do. Now, I think the fans are kind of treating this a little bit like a bowl game. Now, the bowl game hasn't been announced yet. Thundering Herd hasn't been put into a matchup, but you're sort of getting a mini bowl here because all of a sudden you've got Virginia Tech now, and the fans are heading to Blacksburg. It's the last minute. This was one of those games where you didn't know if it was going to happen. And then you get the announcement. You're playing Virginia Tech. The fans are swiping up as many hotel rooms as they can, getting tickets, going down, probably a huge herd caravan going down to Blacksburg. And the herd fans maybe are treating this like a bowl game. And so the question was asked of Don Holliday, are you playing what seems like another bowl game? I guess they call it the Blacksburg Bowl, I guess. So we'll go to... Blacksburg and playing the Blacksburg Bowl, but uh, you know, it, I mean, like I say, the guys. Uh, and you know, and, and, and the great thing is, is the exposure. I think we'll get because of it. You know, there's, I think uh, there's 14 games on that day. That's it. You know, normally there's a whole lot more than that. So I think it's a national TV. I don't even know if it's on ESPN. I think so. I don't. I haven't even looked at that part of it. But I'm sure it's a national televised game that there's not a lot of other games on, and there's a lot of teams out there that are pulling for us because if, if we find a way to win, that's one less bowl team that's in the bowl and maybe give them a shot. So probably got a lot of fans out there uh, Saturday rooting for us. So we'll, Plus, we're going to take a lot of fans. I know our fans are excited. I know we're selling a lot of tickets and 
it's going to be exciting to look up in stands and see all that, uh, all that Kelly Green down there. I'm looking forward to it. So, it's a bowl game. It's like the bowl game before the bowl game. Moving on to what's been talked about a lot. Special teams unit versus special team unit. And Beamer Ball, Frank Beamer, Virginia Tech, that program, the way that Frank Beamer, I think, influenced special teams play is really revolutionary at the time. If you've got a good special teams unit these days, you can probably think a lot of that to Frank Beamer. You can just thank him. And so Doc was kind of asked about this. Hey, you know, what What kind of takeaway did you, you know, because you focus on special teams a lot. I mean, is there any takeaway over the years from Frank Beamer about the way the special teams are coached? And uh, this is Doc's response to that. Well, they've always, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a whole lot from because I, I never worked for the guy, but he's all, they were always tremendous under him. Uh, with spe- our, our special teams here the last four weeks, uh, last yeah, the last four weeks for sure have been the reason we won three games. I mean, you know, we've uh, two blocked t- punts for touchdowns and eight, really three uh, for touchdowns and uh, got our hand on a field goal there. So, you know, punt, punt team's been tremendous, changing the field position. So we've, you know, if you can play, and I say it every week, and this probably sounds like a broken record, but if you can play really great defense and, and do, do a great job in a kicking game, uh, then you got a shot to win every game you play. And for the last, uh, we, we've been able to do that here recently. Another question asked of Doc Holliday is the way that Marshall mirrors what Virginia Tech does. And here's Doc's response to that question, or at least that statement that, you know, it's sort of like Marshall and Virginia Tech are mirror images of each other. Yeah, they've, I mean, they've, uh, you know, they've, of course, had, they've got their quarterback hurt early on and, uh, you know, they're, they're a talent. I mean, they've had one top recruiting classes in the country every year for the last X number of years. So, you know, you look out there and they've got good players and they and they played extremely well a week ago against, you know, Virginia was an excellent football team. I talked to the guys down at Miami and, uh, you know, they thought Virginia was a really good de- uh, defensive football team and Virginia Tech found a way to score a lot of points. So, you know, they're a talent. they got receivers out there that are very talented. they got good running backs. Of course, that offensive line is big and strong guys and that quarterback's a transfer guy that's played a lot of football for them now. So, you know, offensively there'll be a handful, and then, of course defense. You better, you know, they're going to put nine them up there, and and you have to, you know, force you to throw the ball and, and make some plays. So you know, we're anxious to see what our guys can do. Another facet to this game is Bud Foster. He's been part of that defense for a long time, and he's got a great reputation. Um, I don't know why this guy isn't a head coach yet somewhere. I know there was uh, talk of him. Um, being maybe at West Virginia in the 2007 season. His name came up. You know, you know where I'm going with this. This guy is well-respected, knows what he's doing. Um, defense is uh, definitely a, a key for him. And the question was asked, you know, going up against a Bud Foster defense, uh, is it the same as it ever was? And here's uh, Doc's response to playing that Bud Foster defense. Yeah, I mean he's you know he's going he's going to stop the run. I mean that's uh, he's he's going to stop the run and he's going to force you to throw the ball and uh, put those corners at times out there on islands, which he does. And and uh, so you know if you got you got to be able to take what he gives you, all right. And you can't like you can't you can't put square pegs in round holes against that defense. So you know we've got to be able to take what they give us and hopefully make some plays both running and throwing at times when we have to. Also, question was asked of Doc. 
just about the success of uh, the running backs. You know, Brendan Knox has really stepped up. Anthony Anderson's really stepped up. Those guys are filling voids. Uh, next man up mentality. And here's Doc's response to the assertion that uh, you got to be pretty happy with the success of those guys. Well, I think I'm just, I'm just so proud of both those backs. You know, both uh, I mean Knox and Anthony bring us. You know, they're just number one. They're really physical. You don't see them ever get knocked back. You know, they're going to go get the positive yards, and they're going to. You know, we had zero sacks, and a lot of that's because of those guys. You know, they bring pressure. They're going to stick their nose up in there, and tough guys that like to play, and uh, just excited about the way both those guys are playing right now. And sort of a follow up to that, just um, Doc was asked about pass protection. Very important. Those guys are part of that pass protection for Marshall on Saturday. No question. His backs will have to do a great job of, you know, IDing what those fronts are, and when they bring blitzes, we got to protect it and get the protection turned the right way. And a lot of things are involved in that. But uh, you know, the young quarterback. I mean, he's done a nice job of, of getting you know growing up and, and getting the protection set the right way, and uh, and he's he's done well as well. So it'll be a great challenge for, you know, not only our offense but a young quarterback going in there. And uh, but he's he's playing beyond you know beyond his years right now. He's starting to mature, and uh, and I like what I see out of him. And this will be another growing experience. It'll be a great experience for him. All right, and quickly as we're running out of time, uh, here's Doc's thoughts on the question, or at least the assertion, that this is just a great chance for your team just to go out, no pressure, just go out let it all hang out. Well, he's got to go do what we do. I mean, just go up, get, make sure we're prepared, and go play and play every snap. And, uh, you know, they're going – I mean, they got, they got a lot to play for as well. So, you know, we're excited about it. And, We've got to have a great week of preparation here. And, you know, this game's no different than the other one for us. I mean, this game's going to be won by the way we prepare here the next couple of days, you know, up until that noon on Saturday. So we'll continue to prepare the way we always do and, and get our guys ready to go play. They're, they're, our guys will go play now. Again, they're going to go. They've played all year, and this will be no different. Uh, they'll show up and play extremely hard, and we'll see where, how, how it ends up. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Special thanks to our producer tonight, Gabriel Sellers. Program note, tomorrow we'll have Marshall basketball pregame coverage beginning at 5.30 with Beltone Hearing Aid Center College Basketball today. Until tomorrow, we'll be at the Cam Anderson Center when we talk to you next. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And a reminder, you can hear this podcast of the show anytime. You can have it delivered right to your phone. All you have to do is subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, even catch us on Anchor. That's the best way to catch us if you can't listen to the show live. I do appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow during the pregame. Until then, good night. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.